0: All right, welcome to episode four of the Six Point Weekend Podcast. Uh, today we've got myself, we got Ebony, hello, and we got Dave. Sup? Sup? Um, so we're 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 eventually we are going to have everybody present. I promise. Like one day, like Jonathan and KP and all the rest of us are all going to be here. One day to do Don't the, make promises you can't do. I know. I, I just, I'm just saying one day. What? If I say one day, you one know. One day
1: I will actually bring this microphone and use it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So if you, you know, we'll, we'll all eventually be uh, together like one big happy family. Um, so let's just dive right into it, shall we? Yeah.
2: Um,
0: so, I'm, so sorry about the delay. We were off a week because somebody pointing to me. <laughs> Decided that uh, he wanted to scream really loud when he had allergy attack on his voice and at the OCS on ice game and lost my voice completely.
2: How was work that day?
0: Uh, Hell. Yeah. Because like everyone was like, oh my God, what's wrong? And so I just basically, I just said allergies. It's so much easier just to say allergies, which was half the problem. But like, no, Uh, what happened was I was an idiot. I went to a Hurricanes game with all my rowdy friends, got really loud, screamed way louder than I should have, and woke up and not a voice the next day. Mm. I still there was still a part of me that was just like, you know what, maybe I could power through this. I can do it. Yeah. Like the first day when you when you're like kinda losing your voice, you, you can sing like four octaves lower than you normally could. So I could do like Old Man River, like oh. really well. Uh but then after that, <laughs> like it was just mm mm, mm mm. It took me almost a week to to get over it, my poor wife. She just heard me like clearing my throat over and over again.
1: But we back now. But we
0: back. We, back.
1: Right, we back.
0: Um Yeah. So, Ocean Ice was a roaring success. Everybody came. Everybody had a great time. The result sucked. I don't. know. That, 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 um, <laughs> that was a dreadful game. That was a dreadful
1: moment in hockey history. Like talking right to there. the the. I mean,
0: to Section three twenty eight, the the hurricane supporters like they're like yeah, this is probably one of the worst games all year. I'm like
1: great, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> we picked the right time to go then. Yeah, so we? did we're
0: literally all of Raleigh. Right now. Yeah,
2: we're, we're one and two as a group. As a group, OCS. going to see the game. Yeah. Um, ne- next but year, but we're three and zero oh in having a ball.
0: So yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would do it again four for four, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go uh,
0: for it. I think next year I think we all agree, like next year we'll maybe pick a game that's more of a guaranteed win just so it feels better. I mean, <laughs> but it's
2: the hurricane, so nothing's, <laughs> nothing's
0: really guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed yeah, True, true. <laughs>
2: like you would expect them to beat the Islanders. Yeah, maybe didn't do that. maybe beat the Panthers. No. Nope. But then they'll beat like the Blackhawks six right? and then this you're just like so All right. Yeah. All right, Canes, let's do, Let's just do, go do with your it. thing. Yeah. yeah. Let's just get with it.
0: Um, but what isn't frustrating right now is that uh, NCFC um, has been doing really well this preseason. So, yeah. kind of running through the news that we've kind of been gone a week. So, we signed another striker, hey. Daniel Rios from Chivas on loan. Uh, and uh, we had a question about what a loan really means. So, we'll get into that later. So, we have a year long loan. I'm really hoping that this guy is uh, Gournay 2.0, like the, the Brazilian we got on loan last year, where he just like lit it up. It took him a few games, but then he just scored for fun and basically put Fondi out of a job. <laughs> Poor guy.
1: Poor guy. I'm hoping that this guy actually is more like Omar Bravo 2.0. Oh, yeah. Because he's yeah. yeah. a guy who's from, who is from the same club, who's from right. Davis, and but he's a younger version. Yep, And uh, he's only, what, 23 years old? 20, 23, 22. Yeah, 23. Yeah. So he's a young striker. He's very big. He's effective. He fits right into Colin Clark's system. Yeah. And, you know, that lone striker target man yeah. on the top and he could score a lot of goals yeah. in this league.
0: like w- what made me really happy to see the, the, the highlight reel, you know, the, that typical highlight reel that just shows the best of a player but not necessarily, like, what they need improvement on was a, uh, a, a header from a long cross into the box like it was just boom just looping header just went over the keeper I'm like we need it I think we were severely lacking in just height up front last year obviously cuz Gournay was maybe
2: he, was he shorter I'm 5'8 so he was about yeah he's probably about 5'8 yeah.
0: yeah um but you know he was more of a you know creative finisher whereas I think I think Rios will be more of a target man like like you were saying so Dave. He's like
2: he's like a Lukaku like ooh. Like, maybe Mm, he just kind of stands there. Like, you hope his first (laughs) touch is into the back of the net because if it's anything else, it's off, it's 40 yards down Mm. the field. What
0: gives me hope about First Touch is that he's from, like, you know, he's part of the Mexican U 20 national team. And in Mexico, there's such a big difference between, like, Mexican development and American development. They focus more on um, um, technical skill, we focus more on physical, and we focus more on physical and speed, right? Like, you know, you know, we we grow those kinds of players, but they they always focus on like even if you're a center back in Mexico or you know, on any basically just go south of Texas, <laughs> they're <laughs> all they're all developed on futsal and and controlling the ball and so even if you're a, a you know a six five center back, you probably can handle yourself pretty well with the ball. Yeah. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Like maybe he, he's not great at it, but um, we don't know yet. But I do have hope that. It will certainly be better than just some, you know, burly, you know, six four guy from Portland or something like that, you know, that just didn't necessarily grow up with the with the deft touch that maybe like a, a U twenty Mexican national team member might have. Who was um, that
1: six foot ten Serbian that used to play for Birmingham City?
0: Oh man, ooh, put me on the I, spot. Yeah, uh, that, that was a long
1: time ago. I don't remember his name. I, but I know who you're remember, talking about, though. All I remember, he was very tall and very and the definition of lumbering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so if,
0: if anybody's listening to this, uh, just go ahead and, and shoot us a, a tweet when you're hearing this and Google it. We don't have time to look it up, and, but, and but somehow figure won, out who that is. Somehow
1: he won a league cup with that team. Oh so. my God. Oh, that's where,
0: Oh, they beat Arsenal. That's right. Oh, I remember that. That was hilarious <laughs> as a first fan. Um, so, yeah, uh, but what was buried in that lead with signing Rios is that we released uh Cudolo. I think, I think it was Cudolo. Um, so we gained one, lost one. Uh, but it sounded like that was mutually agreed upon. So, don't we don't all, obviously with USL and, and just US soccer in general, we don't know anything. <laughs> they they don't let us know anything, and yeah, we only speculate. So all we
1: really know at this point is that we have signed three strikers. Three strikers. So yeah. we have you know Daniel Rios now. We have uh, uh, Marios uh, Lomas. We, yeah.
0: Marios Lomas, and we have. Uh, Donovan Awolo, now yep. from uh, Cameron. Yep. So there are options, and they've been playing at least. At least Lomas and and, uh, and hey, Donovan, Uolo. yeah, Donovan. have uh, have been playing in preseason. And speaking of preseason, well, actually, before we do that, uh, we also signed another goalkeeper, yeah. which is something that we've all we all kind of talked about early on. It's like, ooh, is it really just going to be Guerrero and George Marks? Like George is going to go to college soon, and we're going to have one goalkeeper on the books, but we signed another one. Alex uh, Timbakis, uh, and I'm sure it's probably pronounced like Timbaki or something like that. From because uh, he's he's Greek. Um, we I guess we got him from Sporting Kansas City because he seems to like to kind of jump around a little bit. He used to be he was he was Atlanta United's first ever signing. Yeah, which is bizarre. Like their first so, signing is a keeper that they and then
2: they loaned him out and
0: then they loaned him out immediately to to, to their affiliate. Which, well, isn't their affiliate anymore because now they have ATL too. Yeah. Uh, but Charleston Battery had him for a couple seasons. Yeah. Um, so I love the fact that he's got experience in the USL. Uh, he's direct competition for Guerrero. So, you know, at first I thought Guerrero is just going to be our number one choice keeper. And we'll resign to that. But now there's competition. And, and you know, some people might think that like, competition, ooh, I don't know. That, that may not be good for the team. I think, I think it's the opposite. I think it's great. Because uh, Brian Silvestri was amazing, lights out. Yeah. But always number one goalkeeper choice. We were always going to have him, first name on the team sheet every week. So was there really a motivation to get better and improve? Like Macklin was a serviceable replacement. Yeah. But, but
1: you could tell he was a substitute. Yeah, right. was the second Macklin string. was always going to be number two. In this case, we don't really have a second string. We exactly. have a choice. Exactly. And it just depends on really who plays better in the preseason and in training camp. Yeah. Well so, coming
2: from a battery fan that you so luckily found on Reddit. I um, asked the question. Oh you asked. Yeah, I
0: asked. Like, I was yeah, like no. I was like, yo, battery fans, <laughs> help us out. Who is this guy? <laughs> is so, he good? <laughs> are you sad to see him leave?
2: It doesn't sound like they are. Uh, so Kinda. He has yeah. some good games and a couple howlers. Majority of the fans prefer Cooper and Gold, but he got the nod more often than not. Not sure if he had something to not sure if it had something to do with his loan from ATL. Uh, he is bigger and more vocal than Cooper. He's a good guy and seems to have all the attributes to be a great keep- keeper. J- just doesn't quite got uh, be a great keeper, but just hasn't quite gotten there consistently.
1: Vocal could be an interesting thing here yeah. because Brian Silvestri was not particularly vocal. No. He yeah. wasn't the one who was really... Kind of trying to manage the back line. Yeah. He's, he wasn't that type of keeper. He was the
2: type of keeper that was like, you do your job and I'll do mine. <laughs> right. And, and when you screw up, I'll be there to make the save, but I'm going to look at you like,
0: come on, bro. What the
2: heck, <laughs> bro? Like,
0: it was like from our angle. right there. Yeah. Like, right. we're right behind him. It was like, I can't imagine the looks he might have given in the back line last year of just being like, come on. Like, I like, can't do like, this by myself. Yeah, but know. I'm sure the back line is going. Come on, man, <laughs> it's not all I mean, our fault. So, it's so like, now you rotating. have,
1: so now you have a, a goalkeeper who can come in and be vocal and perhaps yeah. give the back line a little direction.
0: Might be useful. Definitely. I mean, I, I would think like so. Competition, being more vocal. Uh, I imagine that's uh, probably. I mean, I'm assuming Guerrero would be of the same mindset as well. Uh, you know, I think if what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Everybody is on that same kind of thing of communication back and forth, especially so, now that we have half of a, a new back line.
2: But my question for the battery fans with Alex was: Did he have did that inconsistency come with an inconsistent back line?
0: Mm, that's, that's a good point. We yeah. don't know.
2: So if he's constantly having to change back lines where he has to change tactics about who he plays with and learning their positions as well. Does his inconsi- does his, his inconsistency come from, well now I, for, I see you two are playing. So now I have to yeah. change my whole mindset. Right. And, oh, wait, no, maybe not that way, you know, and does Guerrero pick up on that as well? Yeah. And does he get that same back line that, you know, they're playing preseason games. So does he get that same back line every preseason game? No. Does Alex get that same back line? No. Mm -mm. But now you're coming towards the end of the preseason. You're getting ready for your first game. Do we have our back line picked? And if we do, now you really need to pick a keeper because now he has to have that same – this is where I think the consistency is going to come from. Like can he be consistent with the same four in the back? And if he can't, well, then now you can see about switching up goalkeepers and playing with that, that back line and seeing if he can be consistent now. And if they both can't be consistent, well, maybe it's not the goalkeeper. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's a larger problem. Yeah. You know? Well, I think we'll probably see. Um, it'll be week to week. Um, we will not know who's going to. St- I imagine within the first couple of months, it's just going to be back and forth, back and forth. One keeper, one keeper, one keeper. But that also keeper. throws off the back line, too. Uh, I think they, you just can't, need, yeah. they just need to see game time experience. Like I say you stick with a
2: keeper for a month. You stick, you stick out, you I, stick out your I results would like for a month. Yeah. And if you're on top after a month, well, I say you stick with that keeper until yeah. he proves otherwise yeah. that he can't do it, and then you switch.
0: Let there be a natural yeah. one and a natural two. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, in, in college, especially in college football, if you have two pretty good quarterbacks, you want to know going into the very first game of the year who your starter is. Yeah. So that everybody, so for the same reason, everybody knows what style they're going to play. Like if you have a runner versus a passer, and the runner is starting, you're like, okay. So if he starts breaking off of a run, I need to block. I need to know I need to block. Yeah. Whereas, like if
2: you're going to throw Cam Newton into right. like like that team knows Cam Newton is a run first quarterback, and then you're going to yeah. throw McCaffrey out there who <laughs> you don't know what he's going to do because right. he he can do both decent decent yeah and then and and,
1: or or you could just go the route of bringing different quarterbacks in for different situations and then unfortunately every defense knows exactly exactly what you're you're doing yeah Yeah.
0: so So. i i i I, it kind of depends on what kind of keeper they are you know Mm -hmm. if if, uh what what meshes well with the with the back line um
2: well we see alex is vocal so i get like you're definitely going to hear him at the other end of the field I think
0: I'm I like that I, I, really, I really I really that's not I don't see that as anything but a positive now oh. I don't I never played soccer I just watch it for a living much. <laughs> uh, really but but like I just know that when if if it's kind of like with my wife if I don't communicate with her we're gonna have problems yeah. right so if I communicate with her everything's better it may not be great all the time but at least we have an open communication line yeah. so it all makes sense uh, we know why we've made the decision. So we you're made. saying
2: we have to marry this team? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. great. Uh,
0: we, hey, no We might need on. counseling before the season <laughs> is <laughs> over. That's we right. Need yeah, it. A, we need it now. A what year's worth <laughs> of counseling before we met just to make sure we know we're making the right decision. Um, is there a
1: prenuptial agreement that we can sign here? Oh, <laughs> we're at Yeah, it? it's, it's called like the season like tickets. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We well put our down payment.
0: That's our prenup. Um so one thing that uh, Drew, one of the OCS members, has been obsessing with is the international spots of, like, we're allowed seven, I think, in USL. And he seems to think that Alex brings it to seven. because Kyle Becker doesn't count. He's Canadian, but it doesn't count because they don't count Canadians as part of international. They count them as domestic, right. which makes sense because yeah. there's Toronto and Ottawa, um, and there used to be Vancouver. Um, but interesting thing is uh, Alex has dual citizenship already. So may not matter. We may only have six spots, which may mean we have one open. Um what
2: Cameroonian player are we going to sign now that we have <laughs> six spots? <laughs> we have one left, guys. Send all uh, your A1 mixtapes to <laughs> to us <laughs> immediately.
0: Uh I just want the guy in the background go, "Oh,
1: baby." Yes. Uh
0: so- I'm
2: available. I am available. <laughs>
0: So, uh, what's been great is that the preseason has been good so far. We we had one cancellation against UNCW for unknown reasons. Inclement weather, Inclement was weather. called. Uh, but, I believe it was sunny and 50 <laughs> degrees that day. <laughs> but we beat uh, Charlotte 1-0, uh, which was, they did th- three 30-minute periods, which ha- happens, it just happens. I think that was their first or second preseason game. It was our first. So, uh, Lomas got an orange card I've been told what is an orange card so I think in preseason an orange card means it's a red but you still get to play
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, so it's they bizarre. don't have enough really? players to fill 11 t- like 11 either I
0: think it was just more of like a hey man you know you're not supposed to do that right
2: Ah. okay
0: keep playing just so you know, in the, in a real game, you'd be red card. In a real game, you would
1: be hitting the showers right, right. now. Yeah. It's
0: like a simulation thing, you know. Like uh, the refs are, are learning this whole thing too. So it seems
1: like there should have been a sin bin at least for something oh, yeah, like that,
0: right? If you're going to do crazy three thirty minute periods, yeah. might as well go full hockey. Go full hockey. That would box. actually be really cool. I think even uh, FIFA has talked about like doing like possibly changing up the the card system of like a, spin, a sin bin. So like, you get an orange card, you sit on in the bin for five minutes, and you're down a man. See, wouldn't that just be so much more interesting? That it would definitely change I, the. Yeah, I'd
1: be. It would I'd the be game okay with it. Yeah,
0: because then it's like, and then they're not suspended for the next three games. They're just out for that five minutes. And I
2: mean, if a team happens to score on right, you,
0: take advantage of it.
2: You still, you're still out for five minutes. Uh, yeah,
0: I like the idea of it not being like in hockey, where like you, if if you're out for five minutes, you're out for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Now that's a running clock of five minutes. Yeah. But still, so. Or ten, depending on you know who five. knows. I think five is. Decent. But uh, so yeah, we we won, uh, and the courage won, uh, so we called that our first six point weekend. Hey, right cheers. So, but of course, uh, I think a Charlotte fan had to be like, you know, you don't get points for preseason games. You you
1: know what Charlotte didn't do last weekend? When? Was that win?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, of course we know we don't get points for preseason, but we're going to count it anyways, right? It, we well, only count it if you win, right? If yeah. We, if we, we lost, we'd be like, well, it doesn't count.
1: <laughs> NCFC won. The
0: courage won. Hey. hey, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Don't rain on my parade. Except Charlotte. I it's don't talk. I don't talk to, uh, to rain clouds on a sunny day. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, and then uh, and then NCFC went and uh, so Steve Miller scored a cracker. Apparently, well um, you couldn't see it from their feed. It. Yeah. Thanks, um, thanks, Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so NCFC played NC State in a friendly and won 2 nil. Uh Miller and uh, Peebo Due got the goal.
1: I, um, I got to see a little bit of this game. Yeah. Uh, this was, I only saw a little bit of the second half of this. Um, NC State was essentially playing um, with a giant bus on the pitch. <laughs> oh, God. Um, they, we, we they, won were, for nil. they were 2 0. They were in a 5 3 2. Jesus. <laughs> I believe this was the same formation. I believe this was the same formation that Colin Clark used nine years ago when Puerto Rico was playing a Mexican <laughs> team in the <laughs> knockout stages of the CONCACAF Champions League.
0: This is why Dave's here. It, He's the encyclopedia. It, it, <laughs> it didn't work well for him either. <laughs> uh, Basi-
1: uh, NC State was hoof and hope the entire right. time. And, long ball? And, and, long ball university. Yeah, long ball and basically... NCFC had the bulk of the possession. Mm. They did have to to push it back uh, to the defenders several times because mm. you know when start you start from the giant back. bus on the pitch. Sure, you just you, you, gotta you got to draw them back. You got to yeah. draw them back. Yeah, yeah. If, gotta, if
0: they're not going to move, then yeah, it makes it twice as hard. And
2: then we got our second six point weekend though. Sure,
0: because The again. women
2: also played NC State and won three 0
0: four 0
1: four 0 We'll get
0: into that in a bit.
1: Uh, yes, I um, missed the goal. The other thing, the other thing about um, the game at NC State, um, we recognized several players that were out there. Yeah. Obviously, Austin DeLeuze was out there. Dre sure. Fortune. Uh, one of the interesting things I noted was that Stephen Miller and DJ Taylor were both playing on the right side. They seem to be rotating between right mid and right back. Interesting. So it. It wasn't particularly clear which one was the right back. It's occasionally, hmm. you know, DJ Taylor would get way forward, yeah. you know, as a good right back often should uh, a wing back, a good wing back. Yeah. yeah. And then other times, Stephen Miller would drop back and essentially play a very defensive role when he had to. I like. So that. It, it will be interesting to see if that continues. I still picture that. Miller will be playing right mid most of the time, mm-hmm. but seeing the possibility of them, you know, rotating when necessary, I like would that. Would be an interesting twist. Yeah, it makes
0: it difficult for defenders to mark their man because if you're not used to playing that deep or that far forward, that creates space yes. for uh, for passes to move through the midfield. So I, that's interesting. Um, that's a good observation, Dave. That's uh, that's really interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that. Plays out because, I mean, on the team sheet maybe you say DJ Taylor's playing wing back and Stevens playing more right mid, but then midway through the game they could just switch, and that could wreak havoc for whoever's defending them. You mm-hmm. know, uh, knowing that they both could go forward, it's kind of like I'm a Spurs fan, so like I know a lot of times they like to play out the back on the wing as well. So like they have wing backs instead of really s- uh, defenders. So they have three at the back usually, or or kind of a, a hybrid four or five and and hybrid five or, or, or actual three. And it's, I can tell for defenders, that's hard to, to, to like keep track of. Cause you're not sure if this guy's going to hang back or bomb forward. And if he bombs forward, it's too late. Um, so mm.
1: Everton was traditionally the same way when they had Leighton Baines and Seamus Coleman, yeah. both bombing forward yeah. on the wings, dangerous you know, on the wings, very yeah. dangerous on the wings.
0: Yeah. Um, really excited to see what happens with that. Um, Next is uh, they have the battery this Saturday, this weekend, at Charleston. Um, the, I'm loving this because this will be like our first – no offense to Charlotte because they they were kind of starting with the skeleton crew. So were we. Eh, you know, that one just doesn't really – Count for a whole heck of a lot. Three thirty-minute periods, an orange card—like it's—it it's counts less, enough because we beat them. It counts yeah, it enough counts, that we beat them, but, but like, but like, other than that, it's really just a glorified warming, warming yeah. up exercise. Um, but Charleston is interesting because we're playing them again. We're back yeah. in the USL, um, in the same league. Um, part of the what are we calling it? The Southern Derby. Yeah. Southern Derby so, Cup. Mm-hmm. I, I, we still need to figure out with the supporters groups if we're actually going to be a part of that or not, but. Um, I love it because we're going away for the first time, properly away. Um, it's against a, a pretty good opponent, by all accounts. Yes, they've they've lost a couple of really solid players, but I think they've also picked up a couple of good players. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charleston's always just dangerous; like I, I, they're never someone to sleep on. Um, kind of looking up how they were last year. Kind of you know they they were Atlanta's affiliate, so they had a lot of really good talent coming through, um, but. Are they affiliated with another team this year? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. so. I
1: don't think so.
0: Which good for them. Good for them. Um, you know, re- develop the the local talent and, and see where that gets you. Because um, I know they do. They, they even just announced that they're going to like expand uh, their soccer complex to, d- to basically do what we have at Wake Med, to just have more fields so oh. that the youth teams in the academy can play close to where the first team plays. Nice. Makes total sense. I wish more t- clubs would do that. Um, so they're really investing. It seems like they're gonna stay independent. It seems like they're investing in their own system, kind of like how we are. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to see, like, because it's not going to be so much about fitness anymore. It's going to be more about like getting right. the best lineup yeah. together. Yeah, this is this is the exactly, game. Yeah, this is the game where you're like, what is our starting eleven? Essentially,
2: I think that's the game you try both keepers each half. Yeah, and you see who's gonna stack up. Bingo. Yeah. I think that's how you find out who your starting keeper is, honestly, against the battery.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And basically who's your back line.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, like I, f- I have a feeling that Daniel Rios isn't here yet by all accounts. So I think no matter what, we probably know that Lomas is going <laughs> to be our, our star- well, at least one of our starting strikers, if not the only starting striker, if we're doing a 4-1-4-1. So I think we have the ends of the spine pretty much figured out yeah. roughly. But it's everything in between that really matters.
2: Like, who's going to serve that ball to him?
0: Right. Yeah. Is it going to be Miller? Is it going to be Dre? Is it going to be DJ? You know, we just... Is it going to be Austin? Is it going to be Austin? Austin? Yeah, you know. Are we going to go on the wing, or are we going to come through the midfield? Who knows? Because we did both last year. We did a little bit more coming through the midfield. Yeah, but you
2: had... um
0: Nas. Nas. Yeah. yeah.
2: Nas Nas definitely knew when to pass it out wide or when to just yeah. attack down the middle.
0: What I what I actually am looking forward to is having proper target men so we have the option of either playing through the midfield or playing it off of the wing and making putting crosses into the box. Um to have to, to not be so one dimensional. I mean it's not our it wasn't our fault last year. Gournay was what, yeah, like we said, like what five eight? Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe. That, the guy maybe he was taller than, than it would seem to he? He's pretty short, um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, a couple things that are really interesting. Uh, beer for a year, the the like season ticket membership yep. thing, it got extended. Ooh. So like it was supposed to be done on March first. That was supposed to be the deadline. So they're extending it. So if you haven't gotten your flex pass or your season ticket, you still can get that deal where every single game you get a free beer. It's Captain's Ale from Lone Rider free beer is free beer I mean, I it's, not free, no, it's, not it's not miller light like, it's not At this is
2: not Miller i forgot to actually do that so that's good yeah so it's like yes. legitimately li- it's local beer
0: it's yeah. nice it's free beer so get on it
2: lone rider has always been good to ocs they have yeah, yeah they've yeah, given us so. so
0: much free beer lone rider if you're listening thank you thank you <laughs> yes thank, <laughs> thank you Lone Rider. keep like, it coming like they're delicious <laughs> yum you can get your lone rider beer at tasty beverage yeah. how about that there you go um So, oh, by the way, by the way, (laughs) didn't even say this is part of the Beautiful Game Network. I keep forgetting to say that. Oh, we always do. I always forget. Keep forgetting. I I don't know. I'm not not really in their Slack channel as much as I should be, but um, yeah, we're this is this podcast is brought to you in part by the Beautiful Game Network. Check them out at thebgn.fm or on Twitter at thebgn. So yeah, uh, a lot of really good USL podcasts on there. Uh, Really good guys. Hopefully, we can have some of them on as the season's uh, gets gets longer. So, one other thing, the club is doing a really cool thing where, and I'm surprised it took them this long, that, uh, but I love it anyways, that they're going to, they're asking people to let them know about clubs and restaurants and bars in the Triangle area. If they still have any old Railhawk stuff, they'll swap it out with NCFC stuff. For no, free. For free. No questions asked. For free. That's awesome. That's. Yes. Um, and Railhawks will officially become old school. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm still going to keep my jer- my gray jersey the last exactly, year they had it. Because that, that was the was dopest was, one of them That was a fly all. jersey. Dopest <laughs> one of them all. Um, so, it's of course, like the last year. <laughs> yes. We right. didn't know it at the time, but we were like, yo, that gray jersey is dope. Yes. Um, and, and it fit nice, too, yeah. which was also nice. Mm. <laughs> Not like last year's where I felt like it was the Hulk. Um, you know, like I had to my, buy two
2: sizes up last Seriously, year. I had to buy the, three
0: sizes up. Oh man! I take a large. I had to take a two XL. Yeah, uh, or maybe that's only two but, sizes up. Yeah, that's only two sizes.
2: But the, still, the away still. jersey fit a lot. Fit, Wait, uh, fit a, a lot fit like, like, like the uh, you
0: know, gray jersey. M- m- I have a feeling we're probably going to see that again this year. Um, uh, so Ebony and Dave, were you there for the U.S. men's uh, national team coach? I was not. Ah, okay. So Abney was our lone representative. Hey. So if you're not familiar with this, so the the U.S. men's national team. All right, right, calling just, him the interim head coach. Yeah. But like, if you go on U.S. Soccer's website, nowhere does it say interim head coach. It just says head coach. And at least we marketed it. The club marketed it as head coach. Head coach. Yeah. Which is smart. <laughs> you don't want to say like You know he's not gonna be here for a while and this guy's gonna be around a couple months <laughs> yeah you know? but but come yeah. say hi to him anyway yeah. you know yeah so you were you were there for the Q and a he yes. was he, he went he was actually here where we're recording his podcast at yep. London bridge he was here like ten feet in front of us basically uh and he had a q and a so yeah. tell us a little bit about like what happened for those who weren't there
2: uh, so he did a quick q and a he took a couple questions uh from the crowd uh he had OCS there. Obviously, A.O. Raleigh was there. You had um, Raleigh City Sports Podcast was Shout there. Out. Outside the Beltline Radio was there.
0: Uh, just a lot of... Sports Channel, Sports Channel 8 was there. Sports Channel 8 was there.
2: 8 was there. Yeah. I did not see them. Yeah. Like, they didn't say hi or anything. I think he
0: asked a question. No, he, he asked may. a question earlier in the media uh, thing. They, they, uh. got, they got the credentials.
2: Oh, I don't have those credentials. <laughs> no so.
0: one has those credentials like them.
1: Listen, man, I don't need a laminate. I'm with the band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, he answered a couple questions. He was very honest. Like, hmm. yeah, I, I want to see the young guys go out and attack a little bit. I want to see, uh, I want to see them have some fun. Like, he talking about lose. the game, the game yeah, against the Paraguay game specifically. Uh, so yeah, if you didn't know, USA is playing Paraguay here in Cary. Up. We're almost sold out. You yep. know, we got a pretty big supporter section going, too. Yep. I'm excited. And he seemed excited, too. He got to visit with uh, the NCFC youth teams, yeah, and he went and yeah. saw the, obviously, NCFC. And he went to go visit the Courage. I believe, believe he visited the Courage, too. before really? he really? I think so. Oh. Uh, before he came to London Bridge to do awesome. his Q&A. Um, he talked a little bit about Pro Rail. Mm. Um,
0: Juicy topic there. Yeah. It was. What was the read uh, of the room after that, like, <laughs> like when he answered that question where people are like
2: mm, it was kind of what, how you expected him to answer yeah, but you yeah. weren't expecting him to be honest mm. too like he definitely he seemed a, like he seemed like he liked prorell around the world but he didn't see it happening here
0: that's probably fair yeah he uh. was just
2: like i don't see it i don't see it but i mean that was that was very honest of him like yeah. i love i like the idea of Rel i just don't see it here which is fair
0: yeah but i mean so. he, he's not in charge of it you uh-huh. know it's not like he can single-handedly take care of that yeah
1: we've always known that the structure of mls will not really allow it no. yeah i mean this was true. and that's exactly what this he is said true too. in 2008 when alexi lalas was working for mls and was saying in interviews that hey this is a business and we want to make sure that everyone who's involved in the business is profitable. You know, exactly. <laughs> they, that, that was the main concern. The concern was keeping the clubs going. It wasn't yeah. necessarily, you know, forcing them to, you know, stay in division one.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, th- that whole thing is, is laughable to me, man. Cause like we're trying to pretend like we're England that has over 200 years of history and, and, Develop the whole freaking game from nothing, mm. and and then they went, hey, you know what, this is a great idea. Let's let's have you know promotion and relegation in there, and everyone went, yeah, all right, sounds good. And then that's just how it's been. Keep and in
1: mind, it's also only about what three to four hours between London and Newcastle, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's it. It's, how would it's you
2: do it? A little, little it? bit different. How would it's you 20, do it? Twenty two hundred miles from here to what? what? Seattle
0: yeah like you, you like you'd have to break it up into what they have in England where the where their conference are like below the league level where they start going off of uh, region regional leagues you' have to be regional league yeah. like you couldn't do you just like that there's a reason that the USL split it up into two conferences this year and that neither conference plays each other yeah. um, not until the playoffs not until the championship um, and they're gonna split it in a, into thirds starting next year. So there's going to be a Western, a central and an Eastern conference.
2: How do you do that? Playoff wise.
0: Uh, I, so I, I, I was thinking about this in my head is like, there's something about like maybe the top two teams in each Overall? get a like first round bye, And then uh, I think maybe you take uh, the top. Cause right now it's the top eight in each conference, but right. I think maybe you take the top six in each conference. And I think that adds up to an even number that you can have a bracket. System, I think my math is terrible. I did it on the fly like last week, I was like, eh, "Maybe that makes sense." But they I could see said, an
1: 18 playoff where you have the top two from each team from each division, and then two so wild. So you're cards. basically
2: pulling like a an NHL type thing. Kinda, yeah.
0: yeah. So each conference in the USL. So right now, you take the top eight from mm-hmm. the East and the top eight from the West. But in this case, since each – since you'll have a central conference. So, like, we won't play Indy, Louisville, uh, St. Louis. Um, oh, gosh. Who else is in the, in the middle there? The uh, uh, Texas teams. Perhaps, yeah, the Texas probably. teams will probably be central conference. So so I get to see Charlotte like four times. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll probably play each other. But that also means we'll play Toronto a few times and I mean, get, get those easy bo- yeah, points. Yeah, you
2: know, yeah. boost that resume. Yeah,
0: exactly. So – um so I think it'll be the, – the conference's size will be significantly shrunk from, like, right now. I think it's – God, I don't even know. Like, like 16? S- yeah. Fi- it's, it's I'm not sure it's got up to 16. 15? Somewhere 15. 14 15? or 15. So now it's going to – you're probably going to shrink it to about 12 or 11, depending on the conference. So you, you kind of to have to shrink who gets into the playoffs. So, yeah, I think it might be a little bit like an NHL situation where, like, you have divisions and then you take the top – So it's like the
2: top two overall. Yeah. Maybe, like, top maybe. two from each – you have two conferences, and then you got each division. So it's like the top two from each division, and then you got like overall. Yeah, like after that. With a wild card. And I'm yeah, like, maybe there's a wild card.
0: Who knows? I hope there's not a wild card because that just confuses the shit out of everything. Yeah. That, then it's like yeah. baseball. <laughs>
2: and then, you're just, and, and then you, just, you just cry. Yeah. That's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, so we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to uh, get this paid for, and then we're going to come back and talk some courage and some other stuff and answer your questions. So, uh, we'll be right back. Six Point Weekend is brought
1: to you by Tasty Beverage Company, selling you the best beer downtown Raleigh has to offer. Stop by their bottle shop on West Davy Street and tell them Six Point Weekend sent you, and you'll receive a free koozie. That's Tasty Beverage Company in downtown Raleigh.
0: Cool, so we're back. How about that ad buy, huh? How about that? Tasty Beverage sponsoring us. Uh, they're pretty much just paying us in beer, which is fine with me, uh, fine I'm with <laughs> you, fine with you. Yeah. I accept <laughs>
1: payment in beer.
0: And payment in beer is great. It works for me. Um, but they're great guys. Johnny is, is super fantastic. He's all in on OCS um, and just the whole uh, soccer thing. Like, it, and, and he is like a perfect example of just like bring a friend. You never know; they may just get totally turned on by the whole experience of soccer, like supporters culture and everything in between. Like, if he didn't go, he would never have been a fan. You know, and it just sometimes it just takes one game and you're hooked. So. Ah. That's why That's we, all you need. That's, that's all you need is all one game. That's that's why it's Bogo for the for the opening game against uh, Tampa Bay. You know, like bring a friend, you know, and then see what see if they like it. You know, they probably will. I guarantee you they will. You know, free pizza and beer can't can't go wrong. Can't, best we will combination. make them like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Win 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 win. All right, so we're gonna talk some courage talk. So. Mm, Damn, they're good. <laughs> the yes, first, they are. First thing I can say uh, is they have not missed a beat in the offseason. Um, so preseason results real quick. Uh, they beat uh, UNC 2-0. First game uh, of the preseason, I believe. Yep. Um, and that was, like, right off the gate. Like, that's a pretty tough game to play. UNC has gotten some national championships. They're perennial title contenders. Uh, some alum. Are legendary soccer players in women's game, um, like that, that's that's an intimidating, and I'm not even a UNC fan. That's an intimidating team to play, even if it's just college. You know, they're coached really, really well. Um, but they're not the courage. But they're, yeah. not the courage. they're not the courage. That's right. They don't get paid to do that. Does uh, your team
2: have Darian Jenkins on it? Nope. It does not. Oh
0: no. So, damn. Uh, Darian
1: Jenkins is the real deal. Yeah. No. what's
0: what Paul Riley said all last year when she was hurt, you know? And 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 no one really no one everyone like, yeah, sure, all right, Paul. All right, yeah, Paul.
2: Yeah, but no one ever saw her cuz she was it's, hurt. Yeah, exactly. And now we're seeing her. But now we're seeing her in
1: shit. action and she <laughs> has been amazing.
0: She's legit. So she got both goals for the UNC uh friendly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um and uh what she's got Four overall in the preseason? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Four goals in three games? That's a pretty good return, right?
1: Someone needs to call Lynn Williams and tell her that someone is
0: after her job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: So is she kind of the like so so y'all y'all went to some of the preseason games, I wasn't able to go. Is she in the style of Lynn Williams? Or is she more of like a mix between Jess? And Lynn or is she just totally by herself totally unique and different
1: she reminded me actually actually reminded me a little bit of uh, Ashley oh Ashley really Hatch. Oh, okay. I, they, they were they actually had very similar games I think mm. but she' is also a little bit more capable of shaking defenders and getting open mm. and yes. that is that was that was key in the uh, Tennessee match
0: so more like more control in the ball yes uh, able to take on defenders oh yes because I felt like Ashley Hatch was really good at open but, space. Yeah,
2: she she could run down a ball right. and attack and you know try to first touch it into the goal. Yeah. Or great finisher. Great finisher. Yeah. Darian like especially in the NC State game, um Darian was able to she had to drop back a little bit more just because she wasn't getting the ball as much up top as she liked. Um so she she had to drop back a little bit more, um just touch the ball, get a, get a little bit Move in but because it was also really rainy. Yeah, it was a the gloomy day. Was, yeah, the pitch yeah. was very slow. Yeah, um,
0: that pitch is immaculate at NC State, by the way. Yeah, they keep that. They keep that pitch tight. It's yes, good. they do. It's but very was, nice. It was it's very NC State. What do you expect? Yeah, it's an Ag school. I mean, they, it they, better be they, nice. Exactly. <laughs> all the turf management <laughs> grads <laughs> uh, around a, the country—they all
1: come from NC State. state always. Yeah, yeah.
2: but uh, she she came back to midfield a little bit, but she was that you could definitely knew she was a forward. Yeah. And she definitely had that speed and she had that, that that style to like creep around in the box and wait yeah. for that perfect cross to come in. She's but, tall too. I think we yeah, said that last podcast.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, as I saw a picture of her next to Jess and I consider Jess to be tall and she was right up there with her, I was like, oh my God, okay. Yeah. So, she's got speed, control, height. You know, she's the full. I could she's see why. She's my total we, package. I yeah, could, I could see why we, we drafted her. And and I think even Neil Morris, everyone was kind of like poo pooing when we initially drafted her. And I think Neil Morris was like, look, she's good. <laughs> like, yeah. if she's she's available, you take her. And everyone was like, whatever. Two forwards in the first three picks, what are you doing? Yeah,
1: like, yeah when we already have Lynn Williams and Jess McDonald. Yeah, well.
0: J
2: mac no. has not lost a step either. She was very good, good yeah. in it. Uh,
0: had, just had a birthday. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. T- happy birthday, happy Jess. Happy birthday, Jess. Yes.
1: Happy birthday.
2: Um. One of the else?
1: interesting things about the the formation for this was at the uh, Tennessee game. Hmm. Um. They played really uh, a four three three, which was more like a four three one two. So. So who was the one? behind yeah. those two strikers. That changed throughout the oh, game actually. Okay. Darian, so Darian remained up top. Uh-huh. Um and it looked like in the beginning um Jess was up top and Kristen Hamilton, who's happy to see her back from yeah. that knee injury she suffered in the final yeah. and she has the surgical scars and everything to prove Hell yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she's got she's got those battle scars. Um but she is she was playing back initially and then um, at some point, probably about midway through the first half, Paul Riley switched them, and switched Kristen and uh, Jess McDonald, and Jess was playing in that attacking mid role with uh, Kristen up front.
0: If you had told me Paul Riley played a zero zero ten, I would have been like, I trust him. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I trust <like> him. <laughs> so like when you're like, oh he moved them around, I'm like, I whatever he wants to do. Sure. Uh, yeah. I
2: mean the the only flaw was that Jess McDonald at center back. Versus Chicago. <laughs> that's the only flaw I've ever seen in his formation. All right, yeah, that's that's fair. That's but he even changed that at halftime. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so
1: I, I noticed do. that we didn't really have any of our starting center backs with us. I believe you know, Abby. I, I believe both on? of our Abbeys are on international duty right now. Correct. Uh, and Julie King has not yet joined the team. Interesting. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So we had draft picks and trialists playing center back for us. Well, they also all,
2: were there for the, the NC State game, and they did pretty, they did pretty I mean, solid. All, all three
0: games that they played are shutouts. Yeah. I will
1: say, I will say this um, Khadijah Shaw for Tennessee. You cannot coach size. Hmm. And I have a feeling that this is not the last time we will see Khadijah Shaw going up against a courage backline. She was Ooh. a very big striker. And she looked like someone who could have thrown her weight around a little bit more than she did. Hmm. But amazingly, the trialists and draft picks that were playing center back bottled her up quite well. Interesting. I was surprised by that because I had, no I-, I had no idea who was playing in center back for us. Everyone else I could tell you, you know, because we had uh, Jay Hinkle at left back. We had Merritt Matthias at right back, um, Sabrina D'Angelo in goal. And then ah. in the midfield, you had... McCall Zerboni, doing McCall Zerboni things. Ah. She was truly a, a, a woman among girls. I mean, you watched her in that midfield, and she was Robin Wright beating the crap out of Gal Gadot <laughs> <laughs> probably a hundred times in a row. It's a Wonder Woman reference? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit, Just- yes. And then, and then you had, on either side of her, you had uh, Meredith Speck and Elizabeth Eddy who I believe they were both really filling in for uh, yeah. Sammy Mewis, who's yeah. out with a knee injury oh, right, right now. Right. Um, but they were very solid in the middle, and occasionally one of them would get forward on the attack, uh, and the rest would stay back and kind of cover uh, the defenders. And that really bottled up the Tennessee midfield.
2: So for the NC State game, uh, we had uh, Roland Engel, um, same back line, it was a lot of trial. Is Hinkle has gotten a lot better,
0: really? Yes, I mean, she was already pretty good. She, she got called up, good, and but everything
2: she surprised me in that NC State
0: game. So, in what way, in what way does she get better? Like, I uh, think
2: her, I mean, her first touch is still a little slack, okay. but um, like her needs improvement, yeah, as, as, as elementary
0: school report cards would say, yeah,
2: you know, it's, it's there, <laughs> it's but there. it, could, it yeah. could be better, yeah, sure. Um, but she definitely. Her movement without the ball was really good, and her mm. movement with the ball was was even better actually. Especially her crosses. Her final cross was her final cross. She was involved in two of the four goals. Really? So yeah. directly, like directly from a directly, cross from her? Yes. Yeah, so, wow. Uh, wow. Was it? Darian scored off of her, and then okay. she played that final pass into Darian that made the cross into Hamilton, I believe, when she scored. Actually, I think she was involved with Jess's goal too. Wow. Yeah, she's gotten a lot better on that wing, and I'm I'm kind of excited to see what she's gonna do for the rest of the season because yeah. they were leaving her. I guess they underestimate her, I, I, or I guess it's just the naivety of being a college player and not knowing yeah, maybe. not knowing your spacing just right yet. But mm-hmm. they had they left her open over there, and she took full advantage, and mm-hmm. that was something I was not prepared for. But I'm glad she did it, like she's grown a lot and I'm excited to see how her game develops as she moves on in the season.
0: That is exciting. Um, and and actually it's like to have one, uh, player on the back line that's kind of solidified, but it also will hopefully raise the game of, uh, those that are like right behind her. Um, and hopefully like she won't stay too comfortable in that position. Yeah. Um, but it's good to know that like there's some some solidity back there, um, in the back line. So real quick, um, the scoreline for the NC State game was 4-0. And courage, J-Mac, uh, Darian Jenkins, Kristen Hamilton, and Ryan Williams, the draftee from TCU, uh, got a goal, got the fourth goal. So, um, there we go. And Ryan Williams
1: was a defender. Wasn't
2: she? Yeah. I thought she was. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: If we drafted them, it was a defender. <laughs> As we talked about, like, in the first episode, like, we, we love, we loved us some defenders in, in, in both the Boston draft and the college draft. And the college draft, yeah. But that's okay. They all could be utility. Like, half of them were utility players. They could play midfield or in yeah. defense. Uh, and then Courage uh, 2, Tennessee Nil Jenkins and Hamilton again getting the goals. So, four goals for Darian Jenkins in the preseason. And I think we have one more to go? Or are we done?
1: No, we have one more, I believe, next Sunday. It's a
0: uh, oh god, shouldn't, I should I should know this. It's Clemson, yes, yes thank you. It's Clemson. Um, so man, all of a sudden, it's like that Ashley Hatch trade doesn't seem so, so bad. bad. <laughs> uh, I
1: think I also think of picking up uh, Merritt Matthias to pick up to replace uh, uh, Taylor Smith. Mm. Um, I don't think. She was necessarily as good as Taylor Smith. I think she's a little bit more defensive, sure, uh, uh, but I also right. think she's uh, as solid a right back as you could probably find in the NWSL.
0: Got a bit of and a I, steal, I, yes. Yeah. So I, th-
1: I, I think she will do. I think she will do well for
0: us. So speaking of Taylor uh, Smith, so she was called up for the U.S. national team in the She Believes Cup, uh, and it sounds to me like because I watched the U.S. Germany game. We're switching to She Believes, by the way, because <laughs> a couple of Courage – Nice uh, job on the segue. Right, real, yeah. smooth real, segue. Smooth. real smooth segue. Real smooth segue. So we have three Courage players uh, that are currently playing right now. So we have Abby Camper, Lynn Williams, and Crystal Dunn. Really, I watched. I wanted to watch the game just to see – I saw Crystal Dunn last year, but I was like, oh, that's nice, but you play for Chelsea. <laughs> right. Uh, but now that she's playing for us, I like wanted to see her, and I, I didn't see her at all in that game, unfortunately. Um, Saw a lot of Abby, did not see any of Lynn until like the 88th minute, and then they brought her in for like the garbage time. Uh, It was a 1-0 victory for the U.S., Um, but it sounded like Lynn played more in the France game. Um, She played, I think, about half, half a match. She did.
1: She got some opportunities in in the France game, but they they were a bit few. It was a tough game. It was a tough one. They were a bit few and far between, and Taylor, unfortunately, had – not a, a good game. Really rough game yeah. against France. They were Abbey too. Was finding
0: from what we've been told. France,
1: yeah. Well, Fran- France was finding uh, a lot of joy down that down that particular flank where yeah. Taylor was, and they'd managed to get um, they managed to get a ball in that got basically left uh, Abbey way out of position. I which saw that led goal. to the which led to the French goal. Yeah,
0: that was a uh, that was kind of it's one of those like because I saw the you can always tell. Uh, what kind of goal it is by the reaction of the defense after it happens. Mm-hmm. And every single player on the back line was just like, God, come on. Like it was just one of those where we could do better than this. <laughs> well,
1: Jill, I think Jill Ellis made her statement in that game when she immediately pulled Taylor Smith out of, out of the that game, game. For before Casey, the half was before even over. the half was over Yikes. for Casey short.
0: Yikes. That was so Casey Short's pretty good too, though. So she's true. coming up. She's coming up. Um, so, yeah, there
1: were a lot of Washington Spirit players on the pitch for yeah, the, the yeah. U.S. that day. Uh, uh,
0: don't get me started on that. Uh, <laughs> it's like well, I think what they technically have five, right? At least five national team players right now because they have. Well, uh, there's
1: Mallory Pugh.
0: Yep, well, she scored.
1: She scored. Taylor Smith. Uh, uh, Taylor Smith.
2: Sullivan is not.
0: Sullivan Andy is Sullivan. Not, she's not. Not allocated. She believes, oh, she's not allocated. No. But she got called up. But she, is, she did get called up. Yeah. So we're gonna call. We're gonna count that. Not not as an allocated player, but yeah. like as a U.S. national team player. Um. And Savannah McCaskill. Did she get called up? Yeah. Yeah. So she started. She started. Yeah. So four. Who 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 are we forgetting? Oh, and I guess Rose Lavelle, but she's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So God, not looking forward to that friendly. <laughs> um. Which is uh, it, it's on St. Patrick's Day as well. So if you're going to be in the Richmond area, head out to go see the Courage play the Spirit in their final preseason matchup. Should be really interesting. Speaking um, of
1: players who are hurt,
0: perhaps yeah. we should talk
1: a little bit about Sammy Mius. Yeah, right now. Oh.
0: like. I think some of us, some of us the NoCS, are a little worried because we're not hearing a whole lot about the extent of her injury. I
2: think it's just more of like precaution.
0: Like they don't, yeah.
2: they're not gonna call her up for these friendly. No, of course not. They're not gonna no, no, call. No. They're not gonna make her play in these preseason games. They just want her to be strong enough to go for first kick. Yeah. Like so, I wouldn't. She she didn't travel this, with them. No, she didn't travel yeah. at all. She's she's just hanging
1: out. She's resting up. Basically. Yeah.
2: I would I would say the When you hear news, that's the bad news, right? Right. So at this point, taking longer than we expected. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say, um, no news is good news on that one because I think that means she's like, you know, Becky's didn't get called up. She's not playing in any of their preseason friendlies either, either for Utah. But she's she's more active on Twitter, so Mm -hmm. I don't think Sam is as active as Becky is about her injury on
0: Twitter. Yeah, it, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, some people would like to be private about Yeah, about it, that you know. kind of stuff. So
2: I think she's... It's,
1: it's the conflicting stories that bother me the most because we have some people saying, what you're saying, Ebony, that it's an, a precaution, you know, that they, they want her to be ready for the regular season. But I'm also hearing that from... I know Neil Morris in particular yeah. thinks that it should be a bigger concern. Well, it's a knee injury. A li- it's right? a knee injury. Well, that's, so a, that's serious. Knee a injuries lot of your weight there's on there. So there's, there's yeah. a possibility... That you know she may m- miss some time going into the season, which may have influenced the the lineup change that um, Paul Riley made mm. and at this game because he essentially had to put two players out there to replace Sammy Mewis. Which, <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, cause no you offense had, to anybody, but. you had Mary the Spec, you had Elizabeth Eddy. Both are very good NWSL veterans. Um, but they were both essentially playing the role that one person played, and that takes one attacking player off the pitch yeah. for the for the courage. So,
0: and not only that, but like Sam Mewis brings the intangibles along with it. She brings well, she brings height in the midfield, so she'd be a target person. Um, leadership. I mean, that's going to be kind of crucial. Yes. To, but she's to, still
2: to, fairly young too. Yeah, she
0: is. She is. Yeah.
2: Which is which is crazy. Like I think.
0: Our whole squad is pretty young. Yeah. Because we have one of the youngest squads, even with uh, some of the veteran players. Like yeah. It's it's still a pretty youthful squad. It's not bad. But, yeah, like, with the knee injury, you really do have to be careful. So I think it's probably somewhere in between precautionary and might be more serious. So it might be more serious. That's why they're being more precautious with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but, uh,
2: but until they throw out the
0: the, the terrible... She's not going to be ready t- by...
2: T-word, like tear. Oh, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm going to... Go with no news is good news. Yeah. like I haven't heard, I haven't heard that word yet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm holding out Man. for, for
0: hope. Because I think we talked about this in one of the previous podcasts. we like, we got super lucky that m- for the majority of the season, our mainstays did not have any serious injuries. Abby Dahlkamper and Abby Ersig were almost in every game. Sam Mewis is in every game. McCall is in every game. Um, so we got really lucky, basically from top to bottom. Um, you know, the goalies weren't hurt. So now we're, we're starting to see a couple of Sabrina injuries.
2: Did, Sabrina got hurt.
0: No, Sabrina did get hurt. You're right. Um, but she wasn't hurt for very long. She yeah. kind of lost her job to Kate Rowland. Which is fair because Kate season. Yeah, was it's kind of like what we were saying in the first half of this podcast. Like, if, go with a hot hand. You know, yes. if, if they're winning games, you got to earn that spot back. And, and unfortunately, Sabrina just didn't get a chance to. And and that's fine. I, I understand that. You just don't want to change it up so fast because maybe they do have very differing styles of keeping where one is more vocal than the other. Who knows? But
1: I will say this. Sabrina seemed a little bit more vocal than she was last season at the Tennessee mm-hmm. match. That's so good. She might she might be picking a few things up here along All the right.
0: way. Um, we're going to run through these really quick. Uh, the Courage had a really cool commercial showing the She Believes Cup. That's always neat. Yeah. They're like, we're buying some ad time on local TV um, and, you know, to get hype for the season. It was a cool video. So props to the video uh, editing department and creative department in NCFC – you guys are doing a great job. Um, the uh, it, was, it was funny. Everyone was kind of, when, when NCFC did shirt week, we all thought that that meant for both clubs. And then, like, there was one Courage shirt. Yeah. And everyone was like, all right, but where, where are the rest of them? <laughs> and apparently the Courage just had their own shirt week this yeah. past week. And, the, and so most of them, what was really cool is that most of them are for are women sizes only. Yeah. Which is awesome. So they, they everyone was asking for a tank top. You got a tank top. Yeah, Everyone, that, it was pretty fly, too. <laughs> it looks pretty cool. I was like, I'm not much for a tank top person, but I'm like, I wish I could wear that. <laughs> um, but I, I can't. I don't have the figure. Um, or the tan. Or, we can get you the tan. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the women's scoop tee, the tank top, the tri the gray Heather top hoodie, then you Nike, see that hoodie? The Nike, the Nike full zip one. yeah That one was dope. I am. It sucks that that's in women's only. Because oh. that looked really cool. Um, I was. Like, I was in love. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. It's also really expensive. Yeah, but. But it's worth it. It's Nike. You're getting top quality. Um, you get top quality with Adidas too. because yeah, we're both. We got both. We got yeah? Adidas and Nike.
2: Pick your poison. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, you about that three-stripe thri- three life? You got yeah, that yeah. three-stripe three life. Yeah, try saying that. Jeez. Um, so we're going to sw- – oh, and uh, real quick, um, NCFC Youth has a um, promotional code going on right now. So if you go to the website to buy your, your merch, you get 10% off using the code NYC – or not NYC. Jesus, no. Uh, NCFCY. Uh, hey. so if you type in NCFCY, you get 10% off. So –
2: Sounds like a good deal to me. That's a good
0: deal. Uh, speaking of good deals, OCS memberships are now available. Hey, thirty-five bucks gets you a scarf, some swag, and I can tell you guys right now the swag is very nice. Everyone will really love the uh, the things that we have. I won't say anything more than that. You know, <laughs> you'll really like what we have. Um, you'll you'll be happy. Everyone will be happy. I'll say that. Everyone everyone will have something that they enjoy. Nice. Um, so yeah, go ahead and go to OakCity slash join and you can get your membership right away. Um, cool. Uh, or so, you
2: can get your membership when you buy season ticket yeah, if, you, if you're in the, the supporter section.
0: section, yeah. If you're in a supporter section and you buy a season ticket, you are automatic you automatically have an OCS membership. Yeah. Which means you automatically get all that stuff. Get a cool
2: scarf, Yeah, a bandana, bandana, an
0: OCS branded swag, which I can't say. But it's nice. Chuck the teas. <laughs> I got more teases. <sighs> uh, okay, so ales with dead whales. We're doing a meet and greet with just the men's team because the courage aren't available that day, which is fine. Um, so we're gonna have it right here at London Bridge, um, Thursday, March eighth, eight p.m. Bring uh, you know it's kids friendly. Uh, supporters only though. Yeah. So no halfsies. Gotta go full in if you're gonna if you're gonna come to you gotta this. Gotta go all in. That's right which is a fun, it's fun. It is fun. And this yeah. good play. All the players should be there too. Like m- most, if not all. So the players that are new the guys that are returning. So it'll be a good time. Be a really good time. Um, but the f- really interesting thing is the meet the team event. That's the, that's a week from tonight as, yeah. as of us recording this podcast. Uh, so next Monday season ticket members only.
2: Going back to Vidrio.
0: Vidrio, which is a beautiful place. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. It was so nice. I was like, man, I got to come here again, and I didn't. Yeah. It's super expensive. I was like, It's too nice a place for me. I was
2: like, my sneakers don't fit in here. Yeah, yeah. It's like,
0: I can imagine, like, when we walked in last year, they're like, who are these hoodlums? (laughs) (laughs) These hooligans. Um, But it's a really nice place. It's off of Glenwood South in downtown Raleigh, Um, so you get to see... All the teams, so the men's side, the women's side, um, the trialists, the, you know, I, I think we were saying last time that we, we spoke with, I ended up speaking with a lot of courage players, quote unquote, they were just trialists. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they kind of knew they weren't going to be there long term, but they had the courage shirts on. So,
2: But we still had fun. We still had fun. And now we get to do it again. Yeah. Two um, teams.
0: And now we get to know everybody. Yeah. yeah. We know so, everybody now, so it's not well, going to be like, well. Well, now it's opposite. Now we men's players. It's like we know, players. we know all the women's players, yeah. but we don't really know that <laughs> like many I of the know men's players name. this time.
2: You're Austin, right? Yeah. 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 Well, but the
0: thing is now is that we'll have a chance to meet the, the men's side before the meet the team event, so we won't be as awkward in a public setting the second time around. Maybe. Let's see if I do that right. Maybe. 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 We'll see. Um, but I can tell you guys this. If you've made it this far in the podcast, congratulations, because I have some breaking news. Are you ready? Suck it to me. Possibly. Not 100% confirmed. My sources tell me that they are going to release the kit. They're going to have a kit reveal uh, at the Meet the Team event, so for the season ticket members only. So if you haven't gotten your season ticket and you really want to see the kit, go buy yourself a season ticket, and you get to be in that. So... It's not 100% confirmed. I don't know what the percentage is, but it sounds like they're really trying to push for the kit reveal to be at that event, at the Meet the Team event. So go. Be there. Do it. You heard it here first.
2: Only on 6 Point Only Weekend. Only on 6 Point Weekend.
0: Breaking that, breaking that news.
2: Breaking news. Exclusive.
0: Now, <laughs> if it doesn't happen, if it means, if it, if they end up not revealing it, then it's not my fault. It's not my fault. And then, you know, something, something, something. Then lost we'll, in the we'll edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> then
2: this is the Charlotte Independence. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so what was funny is that the last time we recorded, we were saying, hey, wouldn't it be nice if there was a meet the team event? And then maybe like two days later, I got <laughs> an email. It. Yeah, and you're just nice. like, "What?" Well- so it was like, hey, you guys made it happen. Yeah, we spoke that into existence, yeah. y'all. We yeah, made it happen. Yeah, that was
2: that was clearly us. Two yeah. days, they put it yeah. all together in two days. Yeah,
0: yeah. They were like, hey, yeah, that is a good idea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, they probably had oh, just like everything in the Cur- in the NCFC and the courage. They, they've had they have this stuff planned well in advance. Um, that's why, like, if you're if you're like, why hasn't they done X, Y, and Zs? Because it's all part of the plan. Um, why haven't they released the kit yet? It's all part of it's the plan. It's all part of the plan. I said weeks ago, I was like, they're probably going to release it at the meet the team event. And I got some flack for it. I was like, maybe they will now. So ha ha. Who's smart now. Um, all right. So we're going to go into, uh, some questions. Oh, and there may not be a podcast that week. Uh, Hopefully, because, we
2: get some interviews with a couple players. Yeah,
0: I'm still. I'm probably going to bring some recording equipment and yeah. and you know shove a mic in front of their face and ask them what they think about the season.
2: Is a hot dog a sandwich? That's the first. <laughs> that's the only question. No, Justin, the hot dog is <laughs> not, not
0: a, a sand- sandwich. Not a sandwich. It is not a sandwich. God. It's a hot dog. It's a, it's in a class by itself. Yeah. It in certainly
1: a wasn't a sandwich at OCS on Ice. No. No. no, we have to talk about this for just a moment before we get to these questions. <laughs> Next time. People make hot dogs for a tailgate. Uh-huh. Someone really needs to bring buns. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating a, a a cooked wiener off out of a red Solo cup. What's wrong with that? This this is one of the most ghetto things I have experienced in my life.
2: It's an experience for one. Yes,
0: it is. So you didn't have to worry about uh you didn't have to worry about it was hands free. Yeah, you exactly. could have just dived right in. You know, you you
1: could drink your dog. I, I, I understand the that there are some the people cup. who might have, you know, issues with gluten. <laughs> who might have issues with ketchup or whatever, which, you know, <laughs> I am, you know. Well, I don't even think
0: there were condiments at the tailgate. Were no, there no. were no tail. There were no condiments. Savages. Uh, we're just a bunch of savages. A bunch of
1: savages in this town. So next time we do
0: a tailgate with hot dogs... We'll plan Please better. bring buns. Well, That's well, all I ask. Better. There was a lot of people at the tailgate. And, 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 and actually, you can blame the hot dog industry because yeah. they never have the, the correct amount of dogs to buns, right? You'll find a bag that has six buns, but you'll have a, a thing of eight hot dogs Yeah. or vice versa. So that ain't my fault, all right? That's the hot dog industry's fault. They're trying to... see. So Mayer is all your fault. It's a conspiracy. They're trying to get you to buy another bag of buns because they're all in cahoots. You hear that, Nathan? It's we're right. on to you. Yep. We're on to you, Nathan's famous Formal hot dogs. i protest
2: against hot dogs.
0: I'm going to, I'm a, a Salem's man now. <laughs> um, no. No. Don't, they're don't. okay. <laughs> they Okay. Okay. If good. my
2: hot dog is not red, I don't want it. If
0: the club gets money, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we're going to answer some questions. Yep. All right. So, Justin, uh, good old reliable Justin, the only uh, NCFC fan in Charlotte. God bless him. <laughs> um, Would you rather see NCFC win the league or win the Open Cup? That's a good question. I'm going to go around the horn. Uh, Ebony, what do you think?
2: League or Open
0: Cup? Yeah, what what would you rather have? I know my answer. League. Yeah, okay. Dave?
1: This has been true for me since the Railhawks days. I would much rather see this team win the Open Cup. And the reason for that is the Open Cup gets you – more tournament action. Oh, the, because the, the, the you, when, if you Because if you win the Open Cup, you can get to the CONCACAF oh. Champions League.
0: Oh, because we all do so well in that. Yeah. <laughs> and even
1: if we don't do well there, having the experience of, of truly international hmm. soccer yeah. happening in Wake Met Soccer Park. That's I not a friendly. That's not a friendly, I think, would be... Fantastic. Fair fair, fair results. So my my preference would be because if you win USL, that's fantastic. You know, we we have a trophy, we raise the trophy, we celebrate, we drink way too much. Sure. And we just get to do it again next year. We don't get promoted. (laughs) No, that's just a bone. Not 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 if you
0: were driving. I mean, that's equal. That's equal, right? Like we win either cup. It's it's a good
2: thing. But Charlotte's not in. Open Cup, <laughs> and so I would. That's if if we raise a league cup, that's something Charlotte can't say they've done.
0: Right. Well, that most can't say they've done because yeah. this is a pretty new league. Yeah. Um, I will say win the league only because I want a star on that jersey. That's a star above
2: the, the star. That
0: and I want it to be the NCFC star if they would allow that. That would be baller as hell. It's a gold NCFC star with a little with a little cut in in the middle of it. Uh, to make it look like it was there on purpose, I mean, that would be pretty baller. Like, to have our logo always have a star on top of it, to always remind you. Some some teams do it and some don't. Um, like, I know, like, Boca Juniors, whenever they win a league, they add another star to their uh, crest. Like, Boca Juniors has a million stars on their crest. Yeah. That's one for every league title that they've won. Good God. They keep wow. updating it.
2: That's like 16 stars. Yeah, there's
0: a lot. Um, so, like... You know, some teams do it. Some teams stop after like four. Like Byron stops after like four. You <laughs> saw like,
2: Galaxy went to like that big giant gold yeah, star. Yeah, they were they just got like five. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, like uh, uh, the the thorns ugh, added another star to their crest. So, like, I I want the longevity. Like, I, I see what your point. I see your point that like you get to do more you do more soccer and that's really cool and you get to experience different teams at different leagues but, but
1: no one can experiencing take that spot. i think experiencing the CONCACAF Champions League would be great for this club
0: if it mattered more i would agree with you because right now it just doesn't matter to people right now i wish it did i wish it it slowly get i'll be honest though it is slowly getting because they're allowing more they're, they're opening it up a little bit more now yeah. like they're like cuz it used to be just like if you won the open cup and you won the mls those were the only two MLS teams that would get in, and now it's—I don't know what the criteria is. I but believe
1: there, are, I believe there are four, four um, USA positions yeah. in the in the Concacaf Champions League. There's like four four USA clubs. The one, the Canadian champion, right? The Canadian champion gets um, in. Yeah, that's right. And that's why like,
0: Toronto's in that's it. Toronto. Yeah, because so they, they also won so the league. Win, that was though. from last year. Though. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when and they
1: and when they win the league, the USA doesn't get. You know, that's that's not a position that's taken away from the right, USA. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know. So you know, you have to win the Canadian championship to get into the CONCACAF Champions And they league. take that shit seriously. Yes,
2: and they And Houston do. got in because of, like, winning the Open Cup, what was it, like, two years ago? Or yeah, that's, like so that? that's so bizarre. And then weird. Sounders got in for winning the league a year two ago. ago. Two, year, two or years y- ago. Two years Or last year. Yeah. yeah, two years ago, yeah. And <laughs> That's
0: so messed up. So wait, are we going to see Portland in it next year? Is that the I idea? I don't know. That's weird. I believe that would be the case.
2: That would that sounds right, but it also sounds so It sounds so really wrong. wrong. That is wrong. Like it sounds so bizarre that's wrong.
0: Um so don't quote me. Justin also asked, if you could have one piece of soccer memorabilia, what would it be? Oh. That's a good. That's two good questions, Justin. Ooh.
2: Justin coming in hot with the great right. question. I'm going
0: to say Uh, I I thought about this for a little bit. I would say because there's Sheffield um, FC, like the first ever English, the oldest English club in existence. I would either say one of their original kits, if it ever exists, just to like have that framed, you know, and and looking really nice. Uh, So either that or uh, one of like the original Spurs kits from like the 1800s, from like 1890 or 1882 um, to have a piece of history. Old old history. That would be pretty cool. My second option probably would be the original World Cup when it was just like that little statue, and you know before they changed it into that little globe thing, Um, because it just looked like something you got out of like a trophy store down the road. It didn't look (laughs) for the significance of the World Cup. It was a pretty pathetic little trophy, but it's got a lot of history to it. It's like that's an old ass trophy. You know, you can only touch the World Cup trophy if you're a
2: Former or you, like, you are the winner or you formally won it. Or
0: or if you're the federation president. Yeah. It's dumb. That's dumb. That's like, the, that's like the Augusta green jacket. Like, you can only wear the green jacket on the premises and only if you're a member or you've won the tournament. It's like, c- come on, y'all. <laughs> let, let them take it home at least. Yeah. Um, so what about y'all? What would y'all pick? Soccer um, memorabilia.
2: I guess it's kind of more of a personal one. Oh, It'd yeah, be sure. it the pennant. Like you know, like how they trade those whole things. Oh yeah, yeah. Game, I'd get, i want that for the first game, first soccer game I've ever went to.
0: Oh, see, I bet for you could USA. probably find that though.
2: Yeah, for USA. I bet you could
0: probably find that. Could probably find that somewhere.
2: And it was, and it was in Kerry. So was it?
0: Yeah. Was that, that was the Switzerland game. game? Yep. Nice. USA
2: versus uh, Switzerland, four-one. Somebody's got that somewhere. Someone's got that somewhere. Yeah. Jorge, I will talk <laughs> to you later.
1: Uh, Dave, what about you? Uh, I would just like to have a giant framed painting of the gentleman from Blackheath who walked out of the first football association meetings after he insisted that it's not real football unless you're allowed to kick your opponent in the shin.
0: <laughs> uh, that's old school. Damn.
2: Actually, can I change mine to like a formal <laughs> picture of the guy throwing money at Set Bladder? Oh, yeah. There you yeah just One
0: me. of those fake dollar bills. <laughs>
2: Just give me a nice print of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, of him in his confused face. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Um, and as far
1: as memorabilia goes, you know, I have my Sydney Larue signed jersey, so I'm you're good, set. golden. Yes, I'm, your girl. I'm set for yeah. life right there.
0: Um, Willie uh, asked us, "What is a player on loan, and what does that mean?" So, real quick, uh, it mean it can mean a lot of things. It actually can mean that um, the club that is that is giving us up. So, the club gives you a player for an a determined amount of time, either uh, short, half a season, three months, a full year, Mm -hmm. full season. Uh, So in the case of Daniel, we we have him for a full season. Um, And it kind of depends, you know, usually, at least in England, the parent club that's loaning the player pays for that club, plays for the player's wages. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, or like it's a half and half sort of thing. Like we'll pay half, you pay half, everybody wins. He gets experience and, you get a nice player, and you get it for half the price, or sometimes for free. Um, so that's basically what a player loaning is. Yeah. There's not much to mm-hmm. it. It's pretty, kind of it's, the the answer is in the definition almost. Um, uh, Brian asks with Doniac out because she's hurt. We didn't really yeah. talk about that. Um, she's pretty much out for the season. What sucks? It was very unfortunate. Yeah, like just first day of pre of training, she just like tore her. We talked about it last season. Last, we did last tell broadcast. we did talk about a little it, bit, you know, but. You know. Um, does he says with Doniak out, does that open the door for Dabinia to come back into the side? I always thought Dabinia was a was a starter.
2: Yeah, but then Sullivan came in and no. kind of true changed that formation and left her without a place to start. So
1: I think a lot of it might end up depending on what happens with Sammy Mewis. Mm-hmm. I think if if Sam is healthy and able to return to the lineup, then you will see. You know, for attacking players on the pitch at any given time, Ooh. and that would open the door for Dabinia to get back into the lineup.
0: Yeah. So, and and to Brian's second question is, what is Dabinia's best position? Wing, attacking mid, central mid. I say attacking mid. Attacking really. Mid.
1: I think attacking mid, and and we have an embarrassment of riches of attacking yeah. mid right now between she Dabinia and Denise O'Sullivan and. Jess McDonald can play at that position. Mm-hmm. Can we just I think Crystal Dunn could play at that position too. Yeah. Can
2: we just put everybody on the field all at the same time? I don't think just, they'll allow us to do that, Ebony. Just, just be happy. <laughs> no. No,
0: uh, I'm afraid not. No. I'm afraid the NWSL doesn't allow for such fun. Uh, they're the no fun league. Well, that is most unfortunate.
2: I mean, they let Portland play with twelve. <laughs> Why can't we?
0: In four well, feet. for be, every player, To be fair, probably. one of those twelve was wearing a yellow jersey, so, <laughs> so there's that. Um, so yeah, I'd say probably attacking uh, mid. She, I like, I like the fact that she can float around and kind of take up space. Drew uh, said, not really much of a question, but can we thank T. Schipolani for his seven years of service to the club? Uh, because it doesn't sound like he's coming back. Uh, although he has been training with the club, based again, what Neil Morris has been saying that doesn't, because he, he talked to him, it doesn't sound like he's going to return.
1: I I actually talked to him at uh, at the NC State game. He was up in the stands with Kareem Moses, and it sounded like uh, neither of them would actually be back for this mm. season. T T was suggesting that he would just be a fan this year, and I told him, hey, if you want to come back and drum with us again, yeah. you know where we will be. You That's know. cool.
0: I'm cool with that. You if are wel- going to hang around, you I'm cool You are welcome with
1: that. in the supporter section anytime." time, T. Uh,
0: they're going to be on my uh, Oak City Classic team then. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll, go and, I'll go ahead and nail them down since they're not uh, going to be worrying about playing time, so. Uh, yeah, so thank you, T, for your, your, your seven seven years.
1: Seven
2: years at a club. That's the,
0: n- the new Mr. Railhawk, yeah. new Mr. NCFC. And Bruce Arena still doesn't know who he is. Nope. Yeah, nope. Still wears his shorts on backwards. Um, yeah, Lisa asked, uh, when is Sam Mios expected back in the lineup? Hopefully soon. Hopefully <laughs> first kick versus Portland. Hopefully soon. At Um, this
1: point, we honestly don't know. It would be great to see her next Sunday against Clemson, but I doubt that would happen.
2: I don't think she comes on the field at any preseason game. Nope. Yeah.
0: Nope. Uh, Probably not even the first few – I'm going to go ahead and say probably not for the first few games of the regular season. Wow. I I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I just have a feeling if – like if we haven't heard anything, like you said earlier, like if we haven't heard anything, that's – Good news, but it's also kind of concerning. Yeah, too. like we're waiting to see.
1: It would be interesting to see if Dabinia ends up slotting back with McCall hmm. in more of a holding oh. mid position to be someone who would go and sort of attack other midfielders and try and get and try and win balls in that midfield. Hmm. You know, that might be. You know, if Sam's unable to come back into the lineup, that might not be a terrible place for Dabinia to play. Yeah,
0: that's a good that's a good shout. I'll be all right with that. Uh, real quick sterling asked when fc cincinnati comes and Nas is with them do we sing he's one of our own cry and ask him if he's divorced the club because of us or remind him uh, that uh, swoops is our real dad and that we really don't care if he lasts up for Cincy, even though he secretly did
1: i think the answer is
0: a yeah the he's, he's, a. One our, a. he's one of our he's own. one of our own a. he, he, he will always be one of our own and yes. and honestly like he, i think he even hinted when when we when we wrote up when they wrote up the article about him that like he said he might Come back. He kind of hinted that there's a chance he might be back. Who knows? Uh, like if we got MLS and since he for whatever reason didn't, let's say maybe Nas comes back because he deserves playing MLS. Yeah. Um, Patrick asked any kit insights. Yeah, we just told you so. <laughs> uh, so hopefully uh, we'll we'll be right about that. So breaking news. Uh, and Jeff asked a really fun question: If you were a cereal box character, what would you be and why? Count Chocula.
2: Oh.
0: I don't know. I don't know why. Chocolate's delicious. I don't know. That's the end of that. Tricks Rabbit. Tricks Rabbit.
1: Yeah.
0: Fun. Fun, yeah. Dave, I I see you as the Lucky Charms leprechaun. Uh, No? This is a tough one for me. Tony the the Tiger?
1: Sure. I. I don't, know, I don't think I have quite enough. Frankenberry? I don't know. I, 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 I may be a little bit, just a little bit too morose to be Tony the Tiger. So. <laughs> Frankenberry. Boo- Boo- Frank- Boo-berry. <laughs> Booberry. 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 Yes! That might be yes. me right there. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Booberry.
0: Davis Booberry.
2: We have a guest. Justin, if you were a serial character, who would you be?
0: This is Justin. He's coming all the way from, he's, a, he's the uh, NCFC fan that is the only one who lives in Charlotte.
2: He drove all the way from Charlotte to come pick up us. So that we can go down to Florida to cheer oh. on the Courage players Yeah. she believes. So yeah, Justin,
0: Justin's a baller because he always so travels from Charlotte for every home game.
1: Serial mascot. I have to I have to choose.
0: Yeah, you got to choose real yeah. quick. You got okay. it. Ten seconds.
2: Ten seconds. Let's go. Dun, dun, uh, dun,
0: I'm going to go dun,
1: dun. with one of the Rice Krispie dudes because they oh. seem to have like superpowers. They can just go anywhere, do anything they want. Snap,
0: crackle, or pop.
2: He can just float right here. <laughs> Boom. And he's there for a well, game. Well, there you go. Yeah. No. You know, perfect.
1: That would make it so much easier
0: than driving down (laughs) I-85. All right, cool. So um, thank you guys for listening. We are uh, part of the Beautiful Game Network, so uh, check them out at bgn.fm or at the BGN on Twitter. Um, We are part of Soccer and Sweet Tea's family, so go to soccerandsweettea.com, check them out. Uh, Our podcast is on there, so you can uh, listen to us right there if you wanted to. Uh, Of course, we are brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company in downtown Raleigh beautiful beer at reasonable prices um say hi tell them six point weekend sent you
2: get a free koozie
0: sweet deal um so if you've listened through it this way the whole way thank you we're sorry this ran long but we had a lot to talk about yeah. so <laughs> and we had a lot of fun doing we it. had a lot of fun now, and we hope you did too and we will see y'all again next week